Hello, and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is episode 118. 118. This week, Blade Runner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner. Uh, um, classic Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we... we um, <laughs> <laughs> we poke <laughs> ourselves in the eye. Yeah. All right, well, this is going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> last week, we kind of briefly mentioned about how the plan with this, in terms of just um, that we were going to talk about Blade Runner, um, and then eventually... And then go hopefully see, next week. Go see the new yeah. film and, and then talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, obviously, as you mentioned, you know, Blade Runner is a pretty... You know, a acknowledged classic. Yes, people talk yeah. about it all the time. People are very familiar with it. Um, so our approach we, here, we even we even talked about it a bit when we did. Our, yeah, it's well, come up a bit. We talked about it a bunch. When it's we come did up. Our, it's definitely come up a few times. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we're gonna approach this a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um. Because uh, it's not really the same as kind of delving into where we're kind of reviewing a movie yeah. that we maybe we just saw or Mm -hmm. that people don't really know as well or that you know isn't necessarily like a classic yeah um so i think what your suggestion i mean it's a bit like you know talking about star wars you know everybody knows what it is which i mean if you're gonna do which is our thoughts it's cool if you're gonna do that but if you're gonna do that you have to kind of have an angle on it like it has to be like like if your whole show is about talking about star wars and you're getting into the real Mm nitty-gritty then okay like that might be you know but if it's just like you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna review Star Wars because that's never been done. You know, it's just not Darth Vader, villain or misunderstood good guy. So, um, um, so yeah. yeah, um, so I guess your suggestion was that we just kind of bring up a, a, a sort did, of did, a couple of did things. Did you rewatch? Did you rewatch it? No, no. Okay, I've, I, oh, you, you probably last saw time it I saw it was I've seen it within the last year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's been if not, it's like, been probably yeah, within the last year for sure. It's been probably three or four years since the last time I saw it. So I was like, meh, I wanted to give it another go. Uh, I was going to <laughs> give it another go. I wasn't sure about it. Yeah. Yeah. Time, yeah. So. No, no. I, I just wanted to watch it. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, um, I was going to, if I happened to like have the time, yeah. um, and I ran out of time, but, um, I don't really feel that I greatly need to, especially yeah. for the way that we're yeah, yeah, going to talk about thing. it, where yeah. I think, cause what your suggestion was that we just sort of bring up a couple of specific things mm-hmm. that like we feel, yeah, you know, we want to kind of address or yeah. whatever. Um, so I'm fine with that. Um, Blade Runner was released in June of 1982, mm-hmm. uh, so that making it the 35th anniversary year, um, which is interesting because the new movie only takes place 30 years later. Mm. So they shaved well, five years off there. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, it was written by Hampton Fancher and David Peoples. Uh, loosely based on the novel Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Phil mm-hmm. K. Dick and directed by Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, just slight point of interest, just a little bit yep. of a sidestep here. Um, so Blade Runner was not a big success no. when it came out. No. Uh, it was like 33 million box office on like a 28 million budget. Yeah, yeah, it barely. Um, what, it barely was and not. A flop. It was even actually like somewhat critically mixed it, at, the, the t- at the, the time. The general feeling was like because the 
sort of the pacing and the yeah, plot was a little more unconventional yeah. for what people thought was a yeah. sci-fi film. They felt it was slow-faced. They felt that it, there was a lot of kind of style over substance. Like, yeah. it was all about the special effects and stuff, but not so much about, Like, you know. weirdly, like, watching it retroactively mm-hmm. and now yeah. 35 years of movies yeah. where um, the perfection of style over substance makes... Blade Runner looked like the most substance over style film yeah, of, the, of that genre. Sure. Well, <laughs> you know? um, but I, uh, something, just the reason I brought it up is because mm. something interesting I found was um, like, obviously, 82 is an often cited as like one of the big, yeah. you know, years of, uh, especially for like film geek uh, mm. releases. Um, and, uh, What's crazy is the same month that this came out, mm-hmm. like literally just the same month, like w- there was several um, like Poltergeist came out, which was like humongous, which was like was, the number yeah. eight of like number eight on like the top ten gross gross of the of the year for a mo- uh, for a horror movie. Star Trek Two: The Wrath of the Khan came out. That was Again, number number enormous. that was number six for the year. Yeah. Um, and of course, ET came out that month too. At the beginning of the month, this was near the end of the month. This yeah. is uh, June twenty fifth. ET came out the first year, first week of that month, yeah. and that was, of course, like the massive blockbuster of the of the year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, ET was like number two was like Tootsie, which came out like at the end of the yeah, year because yeah, yeah. that you know was the most oh, also also adult <laughs> drama type yeah. movie. So you know, but dramedy i guess yeah, yeah, yeah um but that came out like december mm. that was the number two grocer of your, the year that was your christmas hit yeah, yeah yeah and it had like half the gross oh, well, e. that et e. had e. which is double money double it yeah. and it was number one but that came out the same month as this so it's yeah. like you know you had i think and then think uh i'm missing something in there too i think it was like there were three or four of like the top 10 films of the year came out the same month as this no wonder it was kind of buried yeah. you know it <laughs> maybe maybe the middle of summer was not the best time for this I think movie. it was a tricky proposition for Blade Runner no matter what because well it was, was marketed no... as like an action adventure type well, movie well first off which is yeah. very if you see no those bad. original trailers yeah. they but but I think that's where they were kind of in a pickle because I mean this movie is for all the bells and whistles yeah. it is a detective noir movie yeah uh the plot is slightly odd because it's futuristic but more or less yeah it's i mean plot wise it is but that's not really what it's about it's a you know yeah yeah, exactly more or less it's a private detective hired to find four people yeah like that like everything else surrounding that is Mm. you know all you, you could you could alter it in ways to make it fit a lot of different settings yeah, yeah. but you know primarily but takes place in the future science fiction that like who in a way like when Blade Runner come out come out when it's come out uh, <laughs> when Blade Runner came out it was one of those movies who is this for yeah like people who are into like noir films well the setting and the style is going to alienate them maybe uh well you know yeah. I, I mean in a large way yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean obviously you know people enjoy this movie yeah, um yeah. and people who are into science fiction and action well the pacing and the character development yeah. and just the general way like the presentation of the the film in a story way 
is not going to sit well with them. Yeah. And so you, you have two really great premises, and when you mix them, you go, well, who do we specialize? Who do we show this movie to? Who yeah. do, what do we show yeah. to, to get? And it's, it's tricky. But thank goodness this movie did come out mm-hmm. because it allowed that genre mashup uh, to say, hey, look. We can have setting mm-hmm. and we can have genre, and they don't always have to be the typical what you expect. Yeah. And uh, we c- you we can go from there. And and Blade Runner really allowed, I think, I yeah. think, allowed the um, growth of that kind of movie. Yeah, for me, it's very in a similar sort of category to um, though I, I like it in a similar sort of way to the way that I like um, 2001 Space mm. Odyssey um, because it's about sort of um, seeing it as uh, a piece of art mm-hmm. um, See, where mean, like t- you know you can go to movies just for the entertainment value yeah, yeah, and yeah. be like you know your average run of the middle action movie or comedy or yeah, yeah. action comedy can be quite entertaining you know you go there Nothing's going to really happen that's going to really surprise you, mm-hmm. but you're just going to be entertained. You're going to be taken on a thrill ride. Yeah, you're going to you're going to chuckle a few times. All good, you know. And then there's stuff like this, or like the way it is with 2001, where it's more of like a, a more of an art piece, mm-hmm. and it's more about like sitting there and just kind of taking in. I think what's 2001 at you, you know? got away with it a little better because it came out at a time yeah. when. Like going to the theater and seeing an art piece was a little more, um, like, I don't want to say like the thing to do, yeah, no, but it was, I mean, that wouldn't be that, it, 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 you know, that was that decade, way. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, no, versus, I, I agree. Like, even though this was 82, yeah. which was fairly early off in the 80s, people were still coming off of films of the but 70s. But it was right in between, it was right in between two Star Wars movies. It was I mean, right after, it, like, we had Alien at this Indiana point. Jones, right it, after Alien. You 80s know. was the era of, so, I mean, it makes sense that they marketed it yep. the way they did. Yep. Unfortunately, it, it, definitely that kind of, like, you're That's like, not cool, you go to the theater, I could understand feeling maybe a little betrayed by the, yeah, you know, the advertising. Sure. Absolutely. Um, it's not like nowadays when there is no way, if Blade Runner came out now, there is yeah. no way you wouldn't realize the kind of film it is. And and we were, and our age is such, <laughs> We were five. Well, our age is, our age is such that we weren't... <laughs> well, because we, we saw We it. weren't of an age to see it at yeah. the time, obviously. Oh, I was... But... by was seeing, probably an early teen, By seeing by it later... It had already achieved its sort of reputation oh, yeah, and it's, yeah. you know, and so when we, when we had a chance to finally see it, it was kind of like, oh, this is already like a mm-hmm. famous mm-hmm. sort of classic and, movie. Yeah. And I think it also helped, like, for example, we knew, I mean, people knew who Harrison Ford was because of Star Wars, yeah. uh, but like, we had also seen him in other things. True. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, we, right. you know, uh, we knew who, I mean. Maybe I didn't know at the time, but I had seen other Ridley Scott films. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, I had seen movies with Rutger Howard in them. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, like, it wasn't, it wasn't just like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, you even as of, a young teenager, you, I knew, I knew yeah, what this you, was. Yeah, you had yeah. some sort of basis yeah. to go off uh, of. Also, yeah, because it was also, you know, a decade probably, well, maybe not quite a decade, but a number of years of 
Blade Runner. But, you know, if you read sci-fi yeah. magazines or anything, but Blade Runner first... was oh, was a perennial mm-hmm. discussion. Yeah. You know, I remember actually I had like an old um, like magazine, like Starlog or something yeah, like that, yeah. that was talking about Blade Runner mm-hmm. and uh, just how because um, I believe. Phil K. Dick died the same this yes. same year that it came out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, or maybe mm-hmm. just after. It was just after. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but he saw because like, he was alive during the filming. Yeah, like during the production. Be- well, because he only he didn't know that they were making the movie until it was already under production. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I know that's not true because I that's what I was going to say. It was this article talked about like because he was it literally had like pictures and some stuff of him like looking at like pre-production stuff and everything and and uh, okay. his involvement uh, it's in not the it was under production it's uh he he wasn't aware that it had like the green light had gone it had been greenlit until yeah. it was under production and yeah at that yeah. point you know he found yeah, out yeah because cause they did cause have, he, they did in, they did show him like cuz he knew about um like the casting and stuff like mm-hmm. that like i remember him saying that but he was uh, unaware of stuff like he the liked, previous scripts that oh was yeah 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 canned oh yeah, 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 and yeah, all yeah. That oh stuff. yeah no no none of that but like i remember him saying that like he liked um how uh like the um like Sean Young as yeah. as Rachel like he liked mm-hmm. that idea um even though it was like different than what he'd imagined, mm-hmm. um, and just things like that. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, I just remember that, and yeah. it's like I think I had that magazine and was like read that article before I'd seen the movie. Oh yeah, I definitely. I think was I was of... like really really young, and I had this, mm-hmm. uh, but I was into like that stuff kind of stuff already. Starlog was full of movies that I didn't see until yeah. years later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, no. But, but uh, so at the time, like when I first saw it, whenever that was, I, yeah. I can't say for sure. Probably somewhere around the maybe the end of the eighties, so like around twelve ish. Yeah, maybe somewhere yeah. around there. I don't know for sure. I I honestly can't remember. But I do remember at the time that the director's cut became a thing, which is like the early nineties. Yeah, I already I had seen the theatrical version. Yeah, so I'll, probably on VHS or something. Mm. Um. And uh, the director's cut DVD, which was the only thing available for a very long time until yeah, that's until, right. no. until the final cut uh, came out, and they mm-hmm. put out the box set that had like everything. Yeah. Um, and I mean that wasn't what was final that cut? was like two thousand late two thousand seven I think two thousand seven yeah, yeah. So until that came out, basically the, the director's cut was the only thing that you could you could actually get unless yeah. you got like some super old VHS tape or right. something. But basically, once the final cut came, or once the director's cut came out, which I think was ninety one or ninety two, I think mm. that was literally that the was only it. thing yeah. that existed, yeah. um, because that's what that's how um, Scott really Scott wanted it at the time, and uh, that the DVD of um, the director's cut was one of the first DVDs I ever owned. Oh, cool! So it was like the way back, yeah. the very beginning of my collection. I got yeah. it from my mom. Gave it to me for I believe it was like a Christmas. Right. So, it was yeah. one, along with like, you know, it was those first couple of DVDs that I got where other people mm. gifted me them. You know, it was that and it's one Usual of the, Suspects I've mentioned is one of for me. It's one of those like uh, it was also like early in my DVD collection. Also, one of the DVDs lent to somebody, never got it back. Yeah, and but like it was kind of like by the time I realized I hadn't gotten it back, it was at a point where I was like, I. I, for some reason, like, it, it didn't bother me. Like, yeah. I was like, well, I can just replace it or, you know, like... Yeah. Well, I got... When the Final Cut came out and they came out with that really nice, like, box set, 
They had like, oh, the, like the, they had like the collector set thing that came in like the case. I almost bought that so many times. <laughs> it came in like the case and it had a bunch of little extra little cool things in it. Mm-hmm. And it had um, it came with like there was like the the full length like documentary about the film, but there, it also had it came with like um, it had the theatrical version, the yep. director's cut, the new final cut, and uh, in the box set in the big collector box set thing only. You couldn't get it separately. Um, they had the the work print mm. version as well, so there was like a fourth cut. Um, and uh, I got it like when I was working in the video store, right before I started getting into Blu-ray, because it was before I got my PS3, so I, I didn't have Blu-ray capability at the time. I got it right before that, and oh, I, I got the DVD version of the of the oh, set. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, man, now I'm just like, oh man, if I just waited like. You know, probably a couple months later, I probably could have got the the Blu-ray version. Yeah. Or or I would have just got it if I had known that I was going to go over the Blu-ray. Oh, so, yeah, well, yeah, so yeah, soon, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know at the time. Um, but uh, yeah, so now it's kind of funny because it's like, man. But I've seen it on Blu-ray, the Final Cut, mm. which and it's incredible. Anyways, before I get too much further off yeah, the topic, yeah, yeah. so my first sort of entry point into it was appreciating it on that kind of level, just mm-hmm. as like. For the artistry like yeah. wow this is so visually amazing yeah. well and not just visually it's the it's the audio visual experience that's yeah. great because the sound design yeah is phenomenal so good the music vangelis music is incredible and the way the music and the sound design work together mm. and with with the mm. visuals as well i mean just as an overall package that's what's so great about the art of it um, so that was sort of my initial kind of entry point into it. You know, that and obviously, I mean, having seen, you know, Indiana Jones movies and Star Wars movies, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I mean, I liked Her- I thought Harrison Ford was cool. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, yeah. things like that. Um, and then sort of over time, I mean, I still feel that way. Like visual, like, like the, the art aspect of it, like when I see it, like especially, you know, the last time I saw it was mm. I saw the final cut on Blu-ray and it was just like, oh yeah. my God, that's amazing. It's so good looking. You know? Yeah. And and so that part is still, but now it, it has the added thing of now I have so much better understanding of like the story and the meanings behind mm. it and stuff like that, and the whole kind of how um, it just it, how it's all sort of uh, the way that like the what's ostensibly kind of like the villains yeah is yeah. like the replicants and because like our hero yeah uh, Deckard is like trying to like you know track them down yeah and like take them out because they're like these violent blah blah blah. but it's like when you actually watch it and you really kind of get oh, into the they, story they are the ones who it's like you could flip that the other oh, way absolutely and it's like they're just trying they're, to live it, exactly they're basically slaves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that have been built with a four-year limited lifespan yeah have lived their entire lives as like slaves basically mm-hmm. to you know other people sort of like like oh you're just made to yeah. do this so you'll do it and and now they're just like we just want to live. Yeah. Like that's all we really want. Well, um, I, 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 I will stumble over my words. Yeah, uh, I, I, I thought that too. Yeah. And for some reason, definitely the most recent viewing yeah. made me think like, while you can flip that, there is definitely no uh, hiding that they do uh, have a. Like, they are hard on humans, even humans that haven't, they don't have it, like, there's no reason they should have anything against, like, those particular people. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, 
when they go like when no. they the, the guy that when they go after the guy who made who made their eyes mm-hmm. like that guy has nothing to do with their lifespan that guy but like they basically almost kill him you know and it's like that guy has like he's not yeah you but know, it's it, they're just angry about their situation right I, I realize that but like you can't paint them as good guys. No, also, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that but in my, what, in terms what's of, interesting is also, you, who is the good guy? Who is the well, bad it's, guy? It's not a movie with good guys and bad guys. But that is yeah. extremely rare. Yeah. Especially in well, more of like a, you know... In, 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 in noir, not rare. In sci-fi... Well, I would disagree bit. because in noir I find usually it's, you know, the detective or whoever is your main character is pretty... <sighs> Like they may have character flaws, but they're pretty unambiguously the good guy of the of the story, uh, I, and the murderer or whoever okay, like the bad okay. guy, true, the criminal true, true, is, true. is pretty I mean, much unambiguously you, the bad, the guy, bad guy, guy. I guess it's what if if you're willing to accept that a good guy who will beat up an innocent person just because they might have information sure. is a good guy, sure, like then, on that scale, you know, yeah, uh, you know. Okay, fine. They're, you know, yeah, you know <laughs> they're, they're, they're unquestionably the protagonist, yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, when you look at... Well, I guess that's the main thing of um, uh, Blade Runner, yeah. Brain Fart, what movie we're talking about, is who is the protagonist? Yeah. Yes, we spend the majority of the time with Harrison Ford, but he's just a sort of a character in this story yeah. that is actually larger... Than, like all all the characters more or less involved. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing, and this is one of the things I I, I wrote down that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Um, it slots in nicely here. Is um, uh, Roy be killing uh, Tyrell? Tyrell almost feels a little too um successful and epic for the movie I mean it, it, because like in a way well like, it's pretty off-putting though it, it is off-putting but it's, it's, it's almost like violent. it's almost like um oh yeah that is a hell of a violent scene yeah. um it's a lot more and it's more a lot more graphic in Final Cut than oh yeah oh movie. yeah 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 because they, they cut they, around it a bit they cut yeah yeah I'm sure um I, that's one of the things like I saw like theatrical directors Final Cut Always so far away from each other. There's, other than some a very good, obvious there's, things. There's a good YouTube video that actually oh, has like, like side by side comparisons. I wouldn't and it shows no, like, a lot of the like because um, they have different like color grading. Oh and, yeah, and I'm sure. I'm it sure, shows yeah. like how the shots differ and stuff like that, um, mm. particularly with um, mm. with respect to the violence yeah, scenes yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, just uh, like I, I watching Final Cut, I couldn't say, oh, there's the stuff that wasn't in. Director's yeah. cut, like I no, just, no, no. But I'm saying, know, yeah, but this yeah. video, like you can literally watch a video that has it like split screen, split screen, so and you can then literally they... see exactly nice. in the yeah, moment yeah, 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 what's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Where's my Harrison Ford over talking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something else I would like to talk about. <laughs> it, it never really bothered me. Yeah, but well, it bothered everybody involved. So <laughs> I understand. But Harrison Ford literally gave like the most lifeless, bored yeah, performance. That was the problem in the voiceover that on purpose because it, he was like, "This is stupid." The concept. I'm of hating having, the, every moment of this. The concept of having, uh, in a noir film, yeah. having 
narration mm. is very commonplace. Yes, but it was not. But the the, the execution of it was terrible. Well, and, <laughs> and but the execution of it was, it was terrible because yeah. of the fact that it was unnecessary it, and was forced upon well, them in the first I'm, place. I, because you have to take because like, you have to remember you, you can't take it literally as like this is just a noir film. Yeah, it has exactly, some noirish yeah. aspects, yeah. but it was never intended to be... Yeah. It's not like they were like making a pastiche of no, like... No, exactly. Like, like no, oh, no, let's no, take no. like a like a Raymond Chandler... And they like change the setting. Sci-fi. Yeah, exactly. Like, that yeah, was yeah. not what they no, were going no, for. No. It's just that in retrospect... It's sort element, of how it plays out. Elements yeah. of that look yeah. similar, mm-hmm. but that's not really no. what they were going for. No. So, I mean, they were never intending to have like a but voiceover. But that's why I can understand why that was pushed on them in the first place, you know. So that was like one of the first things when they had the chance to The difference between the material that you get in the theatrical version versus how much more there is that sort of... I don't want to say explains, yeah. but widens your perception of what's going on mm-hmm. in the final. Like, final cut doesn't need narration to understand anything. Yeah. You know, um, it it's amazing what they do in this movie. Like, the world building. Like, also, nice thing about this movie, even final cut, not a ridiculously long film. Yeah. Which, to be fair... Unlike, consider- the, unlike the new film. Yeah. Considering... Um, the pacing mm-hmm. and like Blade Runner is other than a few scenes a pretty slow going film like it's, it is not it's slow but I never found it I've never ever found it even when I was like young well, I never found it uncomfortably slow no, because there's always something interesting it's, going that's on it. it's it's slow but interesting yeah when a movie is just slow for the sake of like drawing out like yeah. in an attempt to maybe do tension or something like that it that is but this was slow but you didn't mind because you were yeah this again I, I never had an issue part of the it. will part of the I understand the difference is, like I understand it's not fast paced in like a bam 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 yeah. blah, 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 what kind of way yeah but I never thought of it as being like a slow movie just because it doesn't feel slow because there's always interesting exactly. things to there's look at. There's always something interesting. You and know? that was even as part of the world building. Well, like this movie does have a crawl at the beginning, yeah. but the crawl explains very little. The crawl explains the situation, yeah. but not the setting. Yeah. Um, and, but I mean, I can just look you, at, you can, you get to piece it together through the film with no, um, there's no, there's no, uh, audience surrogate in this movie there's no they never stop the film you know so to speak to bring you up to speed on the world around the characters and stuff like that it's really you piece it together yourself yeah and it's really rewarding to uh, multiple viewings Uh, like because so much of that is because there's so many things that you'll just be like Oh, yeah, that just clicked. Yeah. Oh, well, like, there, there like, was, this is like the fourth time I've seen this. Was, that just clicked, was, you know? There was stuff in the most recent viewing that I noticed that because, you know, knowing the plot, I didn't necessarily have to pay attention to yeah, every yeah. line of dialogue. Oh, for sure. Uh, I, I picked up on that. I yeah. was like, oh, a detail I didn't notice before, you yeah. know? Um, uh, or, or probably more likely is there's a detail I noticed. I probably noticed that last time, but I forgot since last time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, no. but I mean, I can look, but like stuff like the, the opening scene oh, yeah, yeah. with where it's just the cityscape and like, you know, and the spinners like flying around and the, and the fire coming out of the oh, factory oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff and the music and everything, the, the eyeball and oh, like yeah, the yeah. flame reflecting on the eyeball, uh-huh. like the super like extreme close up of the eye mm-hmm. and like all the flames from the factories and stuff reflecting off that. Um, uh, like, 
I could just sit and look at stuff like that. Like that's what I mean. Like, like, like it's such a work of art. Like take, I could like you can I don't take think... a still. Yeah. And of course, now that it's all like super nice high detail, right. you can take a still of yeah. almost any moment in this movie. And I actually, for a long time, you can dive so deep into the detail. Many years it's ago, ridiculous. before it was really high res, actually. Yeah. Um, but many years ago, I actually had a still of the shot of the um, the police spinner uh, coming to land on oh, the top oh, of the police building. The police building, yeah. And um, and that like kind of slightly, kind of uh, almost asymmetric, kind of slightly off, yeah, yeah. like down angle that yeah. that it has of that. Um, I had that as like my my mm. like windows like oh desktop walls, yeah, yeah. wallpaper a, for like yeah. the longest time like mm. years and years ago, and it wasn't even that like high res an image back then, mm. so yeah I can only imagine now. But like stuff like those those images or you know just things like that or just that the scene where they have the full that the full like uh, focus shot on the on the Tyrell oh, Corporation yeah, the pyramid giant, yeah, giant when they Tyrell. go to when they go there to mm. you know and there's like the the, the, uh, the elevators, the elevators that go up on the that giant gigantic prop that they made for that thing. Um, Holy crap! And, and just like stuff like that, like like I mean, you're saying like about you know you could look, like use stills as like a yeah. work of art. That that too, but yeah. also just like those shots. Like yeah. I could just sit and watch well, those shots for as long as they wanted to have them continue yeah. on. I mean, and without getting tired you, of you them because they're so mo- beautiful. You watch a movie; it takes place in like New York, mm-hmm. and so you'll just have throughout the movie a smattering of shots of like yeah. uh, like New York skyline, New York City streets. You know, all the like you know canned helicopter footage and all that. It like I mean, obviously they didn't have that, but a lot of you know. Movies take place in fictional places. Unless it's absolutely plot relevant, they just kind of skip out on that stuff because the effort involved, the yeah. money involved. Yeah. It's a little bit different now that you can just slam stuff together with CG. I'm yeah. Not saying it's less work. It's just it's different. It's different. It's 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 sort of well. It's also it's, it's a lot more accept, expected expected now. Expected now. So. Yeah, yeah. There is so many scenes. That, this is the big. It's kind of like how, like in old comics, where like you know, often the backgrounds would be extremely minimal. Yeah, and it's like now people expect it yeah. to like look realistic and have like the, full, you know. This is and this and is stuff. one of the things I noticed on this last viewing was so much um, shots that didn't have any of the like street shots. Mm-hmm. The characters that are going to be in the scene aren't like actually in the shot for like a good amount of time. Or at all. Like, mm-hmm. there's a number of shots where they do these beautiful, close-in, dark at night. You know, everybody, the crowds are walking around, running shots. And, like, you see the shot, and it rolls, and it rolls, and you see people going by and stuff. And then, camera cut to left, yeah. where, uh, you know, Harrison Ford's actually over here having noodles at this stand. Yeah, yeah. And you were like... <laughs> the noodles. The, the noodles, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, no, no, four. Four. Uh, <laughs> you know, dude... Uh, <laughs> just, uh, so, you know, so good. just trying to get the whatever he wants in his noodles. So good. Um, like it wasn't that street shot wasn't just an over the shoulder street shot. Like he wasn't even in that street shot. He was in the, the the food stand shot, which doesn't actually include the street. Like, like why? So, and being that it all was practical effects, yeah. practical details. Because mm-hmm. uh, Bora, I don't think had seen Blade Runner at all, or like maybe bits and pieces of it. Yeah, and. She asked, how old is this movie? I said, oh, this is from 82. I was like, she's like, it looks so good. I was like, yeah, this is, other than like some rotoscoped stuff, like, like, it's all models. Yeah, yeah. All practical. The backgrounds yeah, well, that, are all matte well, paintings. You gotta, you gotta remember also uh, too, right? She was like, those are all paintings? I was like, yeah, that's all paintings. 
Yeah. Most of those, almost all those buildings are practical. Yeah. All they, she was like, she was yeah. very impressed. Yeah. Well, she, she was like, it's unbelievable. This is 1982. Well, you like, also have to remember too, right? That the that the remaster work, you know, well, makes, makes a big that difference stuff on really that because pop. it yeah, makes yeah, it yeah. like it's yeah. new, right? Yeah. You know, it's not so much that they're adding stuff. They're not adding like little. It's clear. They're, they're it's not clear. They're yeah. not adding like little like dancing CGI characters and stuff. Yeah, they're like, not George like, like some movies that we could talk about. Yeah, but just the the remaster allows you to make it so that it basically feels new. Yeah, right. So that you don't have that sort of like the mud over it, as yeah. it were, yeah. of like it just being old. Mm-hmm. And so you're still seeing, you know, like when you're seeing those shots with. You know the 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 Tyrell pyramid, or yeah. you know the, those shots of the, the spinners flying around mm-hmm. above the sky, the city and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's like literally, you're still you are seeing the work that yeah. they did then. Ooh. You're just seeing it with a clarity that you any, never would have been able any to see. Of the interior shots, all the way from like like Decker's like yeah. his apartment, so only like looks like like it's all like weirdly like this Aztec brickwork. Yeah, and to to like the huge Tyrell like. Where he goes and 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 well, interviews when, Pris, and it's just when, I mean, like clearly part of that is when, a yeah, you when know, he a blue meets, screen, but when he meets Rachel there, yeah, 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 um, uh, Rachel, not Pris, and, Rachel, because yeah. there's the whole thing where he first meets Rachel, and there's yeah. the thing where Tyrell wants him to test her, yeah. first because he's like, I want to see a negative before yeah, you give yeah. me a positive, so he's like, I'm not going to give you a replicant yet. I want you to test her first, and yeah. he presents Rachel as as his mm-hmm. assistant, yeah, and then he figures Decker out. figures out, yeah. That he she is a replicant, but like takes like twice as long or yeah, whatever it yeah, is yeah. as it normally does. But that's over a hundred questions. But yeah. that scene when they meet, um, and the and the big uh, the big thing comes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for like the outside. Oh, because he needs. He says it's too bright. And it, it screams, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the only time that the sun is seen in, in the entire in film. film. Yeah, because it's all nighttime. Yeah. It's all dark. He sleeps through the day if you see any kind of sunlight it's through like heavily angled blinds yeah you know because yeah. well like you say most of it takes place at night but also to emphasize the kind of oh, yeah. the climate issue of the fact that like it's, it's literally just always overcast yeah yeah there's you know acid I rain mean, there's you know it, all it the whole nine yards like, when you film like that it also i mean t- two things it helps bring that you know dark gritty dystopian yeah. future to light but also like and lots of dark corners yeah. hide imperfections in your set yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> as long as it looks good, yeah. that's what matters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when you make things dark and you just can't see anything, and you're just kind of like, well, what am I looking at? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, then yeah, it gets yeah. annoying because yeah. you're like, oh, well, they they had nothing. They knew that what they had looked like crap, crap. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. don't want to show anything. But here, it's like... It yeah. just it just well, smooths it out the, a little. The, the light... The, it's the, used yeah. really well and just smooths it out. I mean, yeah, it's... It yeah. is amazing what you can put together about the world in this film from just just the visuals and the brief bits of dialogue that happen to to talk about. Yeah, you know. So yeah, so I mean, initially for the long for many years, like that was that all that kind of stuff was yeah. my main kind of entry point into it. Mm-hmm. And then like in the more recent times, it really has been. I still love all that, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's really I've really come to see more and more of the sort of more philosophical side of like who is who is in the right who's in the wrong you know is anybody really in the right or in the wrong you know and it's like you can actually sort of see like what the replicant characters do and stuff like that is like a lot more justified oh yeah when you think about the situation they're actually in what they really want um and and then 
what I what I actually found really amazing, which is like something I've thought about really recently, um, is that the whole kind of irony of that the the whole discussion is that the difference between the you know the essential difference between humans and replicants mm-hmm. and the whole basis of the test that they use yeah. is that replicants supposedly lack empathy yeah and that's the difference mm-hmm. but if you look at it really like story wise and stuff like that a lot of the problem is because like humans yeah. lack empathy for replicants exactly, because basically yeah. they're people that were made yeah and and then they're just like oh yeah and you're and but your life is to do this yeah, yeah, for like yeah. 4 years and yeah. then you die yeah you but know, it's it's and, more... and people just see them as things. Yeah, well, that's you it. know, and they essentially they created people to be a slave class. They yeah. essentially created new people. It's yeah. no different they than like a having class. a baby yeah. and raising it as a slave, yeah. except that yeah. they basically I mean, make babies that are yeah. physically it's, enhanced. It's and, exactly, know. exactly. I mean, they've they've gone the route <laughs> that of are adult. We you know bodies. You know, it's it's just. I mean, I say, to say it's just shy of genetically engineering a, yeah. a race of humans to do your bidding which is it's, well, it's almost it's exactly more or less is. other than like it's clearly they are much they, I think they are a little more manufactured than that yeah, but it's um, still I mean technically it's they're biological so they're still it, genetic yeah. it's still um, about genetic engineering which is what it, they it, literally say it puts an in- interesting because especially now where yeah. we're starting to live in an, an era where uh, things like Uncanny Valley are mm-hmm. something that we bump into, yeah. like a lot. Um, uh, technolo- technology has reached a level where we interface more with objects than we do with people, um, and we we the feedback we get from objects we value more than the feedback we get from people. And in Blade Runner, it's it's they've like it's. They've gone the other way with the future, where for some reason, uh, they m- manufacturing people as objects still makes them objects rather than, yeah, you know, um, and you know, to be fair to you know, people like Tyrell, he is consistently like awed by his own creation, mm-hmm. well, but he's a bit the, of a god complex. The, well, at the same time. You know, they have a mandate. They have a company. You yeah. know, there are there's a very they, they there's a very deliberate reason why they made them only live four years. Uh, and you know, at the end of the, the film, problem, but the problem is, like, is that if anything, four years was maybe like, they're they not, made them too good. They're not robots, right? So well, they're that not. Was the they made them too close to people. Yeah, they're because they essentially are. They're right. just artificial. Which, people. It is such a it, which is it's one of those. But things the thing that, is, is they don't have programming in the sense that like a robot would have so when they exist when they live they essentially they have experiences they have memories they have they even have emotions yeah to one degree or another yeah not exactly the same type of emotions that humans have their ability to cope with how could they how could they have because their emotional development is messed up by the fact that they're created as basically as adults yeah they live four years and they die yeah you know, whereas humans have their lives, their whole lives of yeah. growing up and and adjusting to their emotional yeah. development. It, um, it's weird in a way that you would ever like what. And I guess this is one of those things. This is um, the god complex of Tyrell yeah. versus um, 
the actual like whatever the needs are why they made replicants in the first place yeah, yeah. um i mean logically you think they would just, just why would you just make why robots just exactly. make like mechanical things that or, can or, do or, stuff or, right? i mean i mean if they wanted something that just looked and you know physically like a human again definitely seems possible why even giving it like the free will abilities that these well, I, have seems my my feeling was because basically you would have no choice because you're basically creating a person yeah right well, but so, I mean, because they they're, they're not programmed, they don't have computer well, brains, they, they right? Have they the, have biological. I guess it's it, true. Um, but I mean, they do show the capabilities of mentally modifying them uh, to to uh, to accept certain things, um, uh, you know, such as you know their position in life their job yeah but i feel know, like that's no uh, different from just taking someone and saying like well this is your job go yeah, go yeah. to it I mean, you know and you train them i mean they're yeah, clearly trained, trained. they're, yeah, they're yeah, indoctrinated yeah. you know but, um and but like tyrell's desire to like tyrell clearly just wants to make human beings yeah you know uh but then like you know what if the workforce but, requires but for example i know. think that something that supports my view of the situation is that he specifically cites um, the memory implants yeah. as being a way that he came up with that to allow them to better cope with yeah. with their emotional development, yeah, right? Yeah. Because if you have, because like, like emotions with no memory, your emotional yeah, development yeah. is what happens over the course of your lifetime yeah. and all the experiences that mm-hmm. you've had, and that's how you kind of deal with it. So by giving them the memory implants, that allows them yeah. to basically have those experiences to relate yeah. to it to be able to better yeah. manage their emotional um development yeah you know of course like anyone they can still be thrown into exactly. weird, you know like what happens with rachel but yeah. but i mean well i mean that was Ra- because rachel's a very specific case because he 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 modified her memory so yeah. she didn't know she was a replicant yeah. you know but, but i also mean just like in the sense of which is the, the problems associated with that yeah. Basically, being told and sort of finding out that you're not who you thought you were. Exactly. And, and I mean that's and what that's goes Chris's on story arc and what or, goes or, on uh, in, Rachel's story arc. and what go, must go on in your mind. Yeah. To to mm-hmm. try to like that's completely defeats the purpose of the whole thing because yeah. like it, you know the the memories are supposed to in, in, you mm-hmm. know uh, improve your emotional mm-hmm. way yeah. ability to handle your your emotional development, but. Something like that is going to be like shattering. Yeah, yeah, it's or, or shattering you know? too. Too. So I mean, you go through the whole like, no, I'm not that, like, rejection. You know, and clearly, the, that yeah, was yeah. not you, you know, know in the I plan. Mean, but, yeah, she, I mean, she was. I I feel like what Tyrell was doing to her yeah. was maybe a step in the process yeah, yeah. to solve issues they were having. Because like I mean, it's all like these were the like next prototype. The, these were the Nexus Six models. Yeah, they were not the first replicants. They yeah. definitely a long, evidently a long line or yeah. a a. a a thorough line of development had been done with them. Yeah. Um, and the interesting thing is, this is clearly a world where the ability to like make people this the biotechnology mm-hmm. um, evolved rather than uh, electronic technology. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like computers right but that is just TV. A, i mean i mean that's just some, that's that consistent is, with old movies where a lot of that they is, never foresee you know a lot of that is stylized but they also made you know no, crt t- tv screens 
and yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, well, the CRT. I mean, that's you, always you know, uh, sim- simple oops, sort of computer you know, interfaces. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's always been the yeah, way. Like, yeah. they never foresee things yeah. in the future. Um, of, like the but, way, that, but they you know, made no attempts to make things like, uh, like, like yes, we can create p- beings, but no attempt to make technology also sort of meet that same kind of standard. Like, yeah. they didn't have like. Machines that could talk yeah. in a way that, like, like in their indicate... world, they focused all their attentions on developing that. That rather than, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, which is interesting because it leads to a situation, like technologically speaking, with and how, and how are they and flying make... cars apparently and flying cars, yeah. <laughs> which well, is the other major well, thing they have that we which is an interesting don't thing. have and probably never because will. It's, again, it's it's that whole like roller coaster of like you've got like these like I mean yeah like you say CRT monitors. But somehow, like anti gravity cars yeah. or whatever they're powered yeah. by, like, well, again, and interplanetary travel. And, let's not well, forget, again, even though that's clear, not a part of the story, story itself. No, no, it, it exists is brought in the up. world. Yeah, yeah, you know, it is brought up. And like, of course, hilariously, being that when this movie was made, versus like, this movie doesn't take place that far from now. Not, it's no, around the corner. Two years from now. Yeah, it's two years from now. Well, at this I point, it's very clearly, disappointed about some of the things at this that point, we have Well, yet. we should be happy that we don't have like you know <laughs> if the world hasn't got a garbage. It's not like yet. virtually. A, I mean, it's a say. It's it's almost a post-apocalyptic yeah, world yeah, yeah. because it well, is. I mean, meant Earth to be, has been left behind. Yeah, it is it meant is to be yeah, that there's yeah. like you know radiation everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's you know also acid like, rain. There's yeah. you know uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Acid rain, uh, highway, <laughs> highway murder. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, remember this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, because yeah, because they've they've also because you know it's, it's a large part of it is even while they show a lot of people crowding the streets and mm-hmm. stuff. Earth has more or less been abandoned by everyone who can, can leave it, yeah. and so like living accommodations are well usually crappy. In abundance, yeah, you know. Well, they're uh, crappy because they've all sort of like well, there's, gone into disrepair. Yeah, exactly. but like for example, like the the place where like Sebastian lives. Oh, it's just like an it's, old. It's like this giant old. It's factory. a huge building, and it's like very. It yeah. was very like fancy at the time yeah. in its time. Yeah. But now it's just gone into disrepair. But there's nobody there. Like he yeah. basically just has the run of the yeah, place. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is something that is more of a you know I say like because the, the movie is obviously very loosely based on, on the on, book on the, yeah, on the yeah, yeah. book. But that's something that is more of a thing in the book where. Mm. They, we have so much in the book. It's a real like like empty like real emptyish world. Like there's yeah. like pretty much everyone who can leave is yeah. left because yeah. the earth is basically completely wrecked. Yeah, and so they have a lot. They make a big point of a lot of that stuff where just like you know there'll be like an old apartment building and it's like you can just take your pick. You can yeah. just, you can just live in the whole apartment building yeah. if you want because there's nobody else there. There's like you know and and you whereas like in this it's like the the streets are still crammed with people. Yeah. But if you think about it in relation to I mean, granted, we saw, we see one city. Yeah, but if you think about it in terms of population. That could just be all the people. But but I'm saying, like, if you think about it in terms of population and how the population is expanding, like, that may not be the most unrealistic view of things. Because even if you did have a ton of people leave Leave. the planet and get off of it, you probably still have, like, like, even if everyone who can leave does. Yeah. There's probably going to be a very large class of people who can't leave yeah. or don't leave for one reason or, or another, another. Yeah, that is still going to be a lot of people because, like, you know, all the poor people, all oh, the yeah, you know, exactly, yeah, because it's like 
people are leaving the planet. People who live in countries that don't have the technology. Leaving the planet is probably not that cheap, you know. So if you're poor, it's like you probably, you know. Yeah, Uh, yeah. It's the the movie does a great job of like insinuating that there is the only reason there is as much infrastructure as there is is because there's just enough people to sort of yeah. keep the ball rolling on that yeah. but it it's all very um like like you say like it's almost post like it all could slide literally into post apocalyptic yeah. yeah. you know kind of situation well where you like, don't you see so little like, of the world there, right i imagine if it wasn't for the factories yeah. Would there even be power? Yeah. Like, you know, like, and we like, don't, and we don't even know how much of like, like how much. Like, it's almost like that whole city almost only exists mm-hmm. because Tyrell Corporation happens to have a big building. Yeah, there. you know, like uh, the whole movie almost takes place in the shadow of that building. Yeah, you know, um, and 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 even with the factories, it's like we don't know <laughs> what are they like, making. How how <laughs> how staffed are they? Like maybe they're largely yeah. automated at this yeah. point, and you know. Because we just see a lot of people. Maybe the reason why there's so many people in the streets is because like people just don't have jobs, jobs you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, because all the jobs are off world, probably it, too. You it, know? it is an interesting thing too, with like thinking about you know from the technology side of it. If you know they have like more or less sort of advanced '80s technology, but super advanced human beings. Yeah. What is the what is the technology they use? To build these replicants, yeah, is That's, is is it just a case? Well, of, we, I mean, the, I think a problem is is it a case of they actually have some real high tech stuff? Yeah. At no point in the movie would would we ever be in a situation well, to see it, right? Yeah, you know, like, be like you know, again, it's like there were cray computers in the seventies. Well, I imagine a lot you of you would the, never have seen them. Yeah. In a, well, in I a, imagine <laughs> probably a lot of like the development, like all the sort of like. R&D type stuff is probably yeah. done at Tyrell and yeah. then probably a lot of the actual like <laughs> off world manufacturing as it were yeah. is probably done off world because yeah. that's where the replicants are used, used anyway because yeah. they're not even alive right. on earth they're not so they're, they're, they've but been... we do see things like the like you mentioned the guy who makes eyes yeah um like for example and we do see like he's got his little lab and there's like vats of it, chemicals like, and that is like one know, of those like interesting things like parts growing and again, stuff like that and a good example of like Showing how even at the level of Tyrell Corporation making replicants for, I mean, interstellar, a, 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 a culture that has gone interstellar, the guy who makes eyes for, designs eyes for, uh, yeah. well, for, for these replicants basically works in a fridge box yeah. just in a random street downtown. Yeah. And you're, it, it was one of those things like, I, I always like, wait. Why isn't he in the Tyrell building? Well, I mean, part of like, that is for the style, obviously. Because it's more stylish. It's but also... All, it's, it's all bits and pieces. Yeah, it's, it's all... And, and I guess the idea is just that it's because it's like a very... You know, because uh, um, Sebastian also, also contributes, you know, yeah. because he's he's but very think, smart. Well, like, he contributes to, like, I think it's, like, the their brain The brain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he that. decides, yeah, So, yeah. so like... Um, There's a bit of me in you. Yeah, so it seems <laughs> like it's a, a lot based on, like, it's not an easy science yeah and that basically but like you have clear, to get like the people who are, are good at are good at know, it like, and it all, could be anybody but enough, you know like if they're not being evidently like financially rewarded in any way for it either though yeah. like 
Sebastian well, probably Sebastian lives in a huge house because houses that's are, probably what are financial rewardment looks like in that it, world you know because it's like it's you know there's a that's if the, they didn't have that job yeah. they'd probably be in much worse situation and that is the interesting dynamic that like I mean which really gives the and as a big fan of cyberpunk yeah. like gives that cyberpunk feel to this movie which like Tyrell gigantic huge corporation I mean that that huge building can't just exist to be a huge building. Yeah. Like, there's probably more people in that building that live and work in that yeah, building yeah. than the whole rest of it. We see, like, two rooms in that building. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and one of them just happens and to be Tyrell's. there's two of them. Yeah, yeah. There's, there, there's two there's, pyramids. There's two pyramids, like, yeah. You know, and, and, you know... Um, they've been estimated, like, at least uh, 800 stories. But, like... Probably have about, it's at least, like, like, a million people in each. Tyrell, like, knows that, like, it can... like. They're almost exploiting these yeah. people, like, like yeah. you know, to, yeah. to get what they need. And then at a certain point, like, they, I guess, you know, down the road, these people aren't going to be necessary anymore. So why? Presumably. Yeah, you know. As it turns out, neither is uh, Mr. Tyrell. No, neither is Mr. Tyrell. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the interesting thing is, is I always, uh, and I guess that's part of it, like, with, Mr., with Tyrell gone, where does that place... Yeah. For so the replica, be, there'll be comp- competition now. Well, you get that weird situation, and this is again a very um, <laughs> '80s slash also cyberpunk thing, where like the head of the company is also like the head of engineering, yeah, and it's like, I, you know. Bill Gates isn't down there programming Microsoft. Or, you but know, to be fair, day, it you know. started that way. It started that way. You know. But you, you reach a point where you yeah. get people who are literally better at doing it than you yeah. long before you reach a level where yeah. you have intergalactic... But, but Tyrell, you know. I mean, with the whole God Congress and all that, I mean, Tyrell, I feel like he's almost presented as like, he's almost, to make a very present day reference, he's he's like Rick. He's yeah, like yeah, a Rick yeah, yeah, type, yeah, yeah. where he's so much smarter than everyone yeah, else. Yeah. That yeah. the reason why he doesn't think of things like you know the say the the moral the, the moral implications of creating people it, it's and not important to his vision slaves. it's not important to how he thinks. no because yeah. all he's worried about is like oh yeah. I can create people and yeah. let's see know, where this goes so let's see where this goes yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and it's like it's that thing of that when someone gets to a certain level of smart yeah that their disconnect from yeah. any sort of human, you know, again, the, that irony of replicants are supposed to be yeah. lacking empathy, but we see so many instances of humans lacking empathy yeah. either for other humans yeah. or, or for the replicants themselves yeah. who are essentially yeah. people. Well, I mean, you know, the biggest example is of, of that is in the end. Well, well, they don't, well, they have difficulty necessarily showing it is clear. The replicants have empathy for each other. Yeah. Which is and, like, and, and uh, it, I mean, clearly mm-hmm. plot-wise, yeah. it's a a byproduct well, of those. In in this case, yeah. these four characters being together, and you know, more or less, like they give a damn about each other because they've. It's like they had to give a damn about each boat. other. They had to give a damn yeah. about each other over that time. Just became genuinely it's like a solidarity caring about thing. Like exactly. they're in the yeah. same boat. Yeah. They're they're fighting you for know. the same thing. Um, so. But like when Leon finds out that Decker has killed, wake was, up, wake time up, to die. die. Yeah, 
That he's, is a line. He's that every time I there's watch, great lines. Every time, oh, this like four. Fu- funny enough, being that it's kind of like this like cerebral like philosophical it's story, full of combined with like great these like, very like artist, artistic and, like yeah. all these artistic kind of shots and stuff like that. But like. But actually, in in practice, it actually has like a lot yeah. of like really good like snappy lines Ooh. and like yeah, it's great. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, go yeah ahead. no, Leon. literally, like when Leon finds Decker after he finds out uh, Zora's been killed. Yeah, like he's he's genuinely angry yeah. in a way not that that is beyond just like yeah. you took one of ours, mm-hmm. but you took something that was like important to me at a level yeah, yeah. that like a human would respond yeah. to, you know. Because um, from their point of view, he just basically <coughs> straight up murdered. Exactly, you know. Right. Because um, their only crime... I mean, there's the whole thing with the photograph that leads... Their only crime that, was coming to the Earth, which yeah. is which is yeah. outlawed. Yeah. And they only came to Earth because they're trying to find a way to stay alive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, their motivations are actually, like, fairly admirable. You mm-hmm. know, like, you can't really fault them for yeah. their motivations yeah. oh you no know? no absolutely not I mean, and that's why i'm saying that it's just it's an interesting they, they kind of... gave them they gave them just enough sort of rope to to like care about the fact that yeah. they only and had that's a why i love at the, at the end like they, that plays so well at the end because you know by that point well obviously we were down to roy's the last one left yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just his whole like uh you know he gets to a point where it's just like well he knows that like now well because tyrell explains that yeah, yeah. you know it's impossible to increase their lifespans because their bodies weren't built they're engineered it. from the ground up yeah. and you know and, and, and <coughs> any so, attempt will just result in and like, so basically like even now that death, he yeah. knows that yeah. it kind of changes everything mm. And just, but then in the end, and also he knows that his clock is ticking yeah. fast. Too. Yeah, yeah, because of course he can I feel mean, it. I mean, it, it is. But in the end, he 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 doesn't kill. He not only doesn't kill Deckard. He yeah. he saves him when yeah, he when he would have yeah. otherwise died without his intervention. Yeah. For a long time, you know, it, it always bothered me that like he he dies right at the exact moment that. Yeah, well, like, it's very dramatic. It's, it's very dramatic, he gets, he, and it, it works greatly. He gets his also, final like, speech. Isn't then... that like if he had an hour more of life, yeah. he would have probably just killed Deckard? Maybe you know, uh, or you know, but like it was he 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 like knowing that his like. But I think he could feel he it had, coming. Exactly, knowing that he had minutes to live, yeah. he realized, you know, more or less, like, what does it matter? You know, well, and like, also I think that it's a case of like. They say that we have no empathy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they have shown no empathy for yes, us. Exactly, I'm yeah. going to prove them wrong, wrong. Yeah. by saving this mm-hmm. this human <laughs> this sad, life. This sad right? Harrison Ford, <laughs> because if yeah. because the expected thing would just be like, oh, he'll just kill him because mm-hmm. he's just an unfeeling replicant, or yeah. whatever, right? They're just, he's just a murderous, unfeeling replicant. Yeah. But by actually like not killing him, yeah. you know, it was like saying like, look, there was no reason to kill him. Like he's a human mm-hmm. being, right? He it wasn't his fault he was just doing you know what he he was just following his yeah. path the same way that exactly. i was following mine yeah. and it's like you know there's no reason to kill him because uh, he knew that he was mm. about to die anyway yeah um and i just like for me that's like wow that's yeah. really powerful yeah and and i mean it could be seen a little bit like um 
it, if it wasn't for it's something that bothered me for a while yeah. and then stopped but Riker's Howard's performance is, is so what good. sells it so good is, yeah. is what sells it because you just you actually by the end and this is what I was saying where before where I was saying that like even though in the conventional sense he's presented like the villain initially mm-hmm. at the end I found myself also speaking of empathy like yeah. I found myself really empathizing yeah. with him and just oh, yeah. his oh, journey and I mean, just you're like, to. like all he wanted was to live you yeah. know that's all he ever wanted I mean, and, and even in terms of the violence it's like that's what he was made to be like, well exactly right yeah so it's like it's not really his fault it's like mm-hmm. training a soldier you know it's like Rambo you know yeah, it's that exactly. old story yeah. of like you train a soldier to kill you send them out to kill you tell them kill 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 kill, kill. Yeah. and then, then when they come back you want them to turn just, that off you want them to just be like yeah, yeah just turn that off go back to your normal life and it's like yeah, uh, yeah. that's yeah. next messages right come on so now. it's like you know <laughs> yeah. they they mm-hmm. you know so it's like he's kind of trained to do that I mean, so I, I'm you know. It is definitely a case of where, I mean, this movie, you're for sure supposed to feel empathic. Yeah. But when I was the... younger, I didn't really that much. I was just Again, like, I sort of saw a it younger, more just in terms of the action A aspect. younger person. Like, they have a big fight you know, scene at the end, and there's a big, oh, oh no, and he yeah. almost kills him, but he doesn't. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And, and I was like, I didn't really mm. get the depth of it. No. I, I loved the, like... Like I said, I never had a problem with the pacing because there was always something interesting going on and interesting to look at. Yeah. I loved all the visual artistry and the and the and the audio and all yeah. that stuff. Um, but I didn't really understand like the depth Wait, that is actually. It's that there. kind of like when you're younger, you're and still it just makes it that much that better. It just makes it that much better. Yeah. Now I'm just like, man, it's yeah. like even nope. better than I thought. Nope. I I almost feel like I may even feel like it's even better than I did when we. When we talked about it. When we did the top five, like, a few months ago. Because, like, I've had a chance to actually think about it more Mm -hmm. and realize, like, whoa. Yeah. Like, wow. It is is a tremendous... It is phenomenal. It is is one of those, like, like, thank goodness, like... And my interpretation is just, that's how how I see it. How it did in the the theater did not affect the long-standing film. Enough people said, hey, there's something here, and... Like maybe it was mar- maybe it was marketed badly. Maybe it was just wrong time and wrong place. Yeah, well, I, I think mean, it was I a combination mean, it was of definitely, several a of lot those of factors. Things, a lot of that. Uh, yeah. But in the end, the effort that went into making it produced. Oh, like you said, yeah. this is a classic. Yeah. That. Um, well, next week we'll see how yeah. the sequel. I mean, I've been hearing good things. I've not really looked at anything too specific because I want to go in pretty fresh. Yeah, exactly. But I've I've seen seen those early trailers. I've heard very good things. So, Um, which is interesting because I'm I'm a little concerned about the length. But the thing I'm most interested in, I feel like every movie's long now. So not that I go to I go to the theater. If I come out under three hours, (laughs) I'm happy. Um, I don't know. uh, It will be my if I. And this is maybe why the movie's long, is how much time do they spend sort of answering our question, like sort of the questions about the yeah. world. Well, it's a big a, difference. About the world of Blade Runner yeah. before they get to Making giving a us... Making a sequel two years, three years, five years later, it's a big difference to that 30 years going later. to 30 years or 35 years later. Exactly. And especially in a world like this where, like, well, if... You're told nothing, shown everything, yeah. draw your own conclusions. Yeah. Are we going to get that again? Or well, is this well, movie and, going to... Well, and just in terms of how maybe much... Maybe trope like, it up a little hard. Well, and just in terms of 
um, because what I'm trying to say is in relation to because we've almost caught up with the time oh, setting also, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. original film. Yeah. And but it but it looks like what it looks. So basically, oh, what I'm trying to say is okay. So the original film is set 35 years after it came out. Yeah. Now it's been 35 years. Yeah. And so now it's... Or sorry, 37 years 37 after it came years, out, I guess. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Right? But now it's been almost that long. There was long. an attempt to make it be 35. Yeah. But then <laughs> but then it's come... You know, now it's been yeah. almost that long. So the difference in terms of the change from mm-hmm. 1982 yeah. to 2019 and yeah. the changes that they showed... As being the yeah. world, getting from the world that the movie came out in, to the world the movie was depicting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now we've had the we've same had amount time of time period. again yeah. since. Yeah. And the movie is basically tacking that much more on, you know, thirty yeah. years yeah. onto that. So now it's like, okay, now it's like, so what? Instead of seeing like, what will the world be uh, thirty-seven years after nineteen eighty-two? Now it's, it's what's the world like sixty-seven years after nineteen eighty-two? Exactly. Right. It's, because you got to think. You know this. this they can't. The new they film can't use anything we have today to dictate anything in. Blade I mean, Runner I'm sure there will be elements. Yeah, but in the sense that it clearly, it's essentially you have to look at it as like yeah. it's its own sort of yeah. like it, alternate world. That, well, exactly. You know? Exactly. It's it, an alternate. It's an universe. offshoot. It's from. It's the future by way of the '80s, not by way of. It's a shame today. in a way that. The original movie, and this was, of course, byproduct of being in the 80s and that kind of sci-fi and stuff that came out then, that it had a date associated with it at all. Yeah. And because then... then They always do that. Then it wouldn't matter, you know, if it was just at some point in the future, this is where we're at, then... But they haven't haven't really learned that lesson because we still have have movies coming out now... That are like is set in like the 2020s, the 2030s, yeah, and it's like exactly. again, yeah. that's so soon. Like nothing's really going to change that no, much. No, no. Um, and, and what does change will not be the way you're thinking. But about. I do it feel will like not be the way yeah, it never is. Yeah. But I do feel like at now there's a little bit of a, almost an acknowledgement of the fact that like yeah, we know that it just it doesn't it's matter fine. anymore yeah. because these these science fiction movies they're just basically like imagine if yeah you know it doesn't have to be like. Oh, it could actually be like this in twenty years. Exactly. No, of course yeah. it won't be. We don't know what it'll be like in twenty years. Yeah. Probably not that different than the way it is now, because that's history has shown that things never really change that much, yeah. or or the things that change are the things you don't expect. Mm-hmm. You know. So now it doesn't really matter because so now it's like you can just have it be like yeah, it's just an offshoot of the time that it came out in. Exactly. It's yeah. like this is the future well, as seen from now, and but it, we're not saying it's going to be the actual future. It you know. There is Blade. The Blade Runner world has like a history of which we've seen a slice of, and they have to be have careful. You, have you seen the shorts yet? No, I haven't watched any the, of the shorts. Yeah, I'm not sure if I should watch them before or after the movie. I would, I, I'm going to do them before because okay. I want to go chronological. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to be like, okay, uh, the original- I'm just afraid of what what they might set me up both. Like mentally, well, I mean, they're intended to be seen first because they were released. Trailers are intended to be seen before watching the movie too, and that's never a good idea. Well, I mean, (laughs) I'm going to broadly say that. Obviously, it depends on the trailer, obviously. But trailers are intended with a little tongue in cheek. Trailers are supposed to be seen first because they're intended to make you want to see the movie. Movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But Um, some trailers, obviously. But I mean, these shorts, all trailers are not. These shorts are clearly um, designed to be. 
they're designed with a advertisement in mind. They're designed yeah. to make you want to go see the movie. Sure, yeah. I'm afraid of them setting up expectations and, yeah, and such. Whatever. Um, I mean, you're making a film, you're making a sequel to a classic yeah. film 30, 35 years later. Yeah, There's exactly. going to be expectations involved. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, and, Don't and worry I think, about expectations. And I think that's, the, the, that's biggest, inevitable. the biggest thing is for Blade Runner 2049 is that it is not anachronistic to Blade Runner. That we don't have stuff in Blade Runner 2049 that makes no sense yeah. knowing what we know well, about that world already. Hopefully that's the case, but I know, you know that there's always, you always yeah. kind of have to update and things I, and a I little think bit. That, that's going to be the only, like, just in terms of their, like, just because yeah. they did such a tremendous job of world building in the first movie. Yeah. Like, don't, don't waste don't yeah. waste that foundation. Well, I mean, you have to you know? remember that it is 30 years later. So, I mean, I'm sure they would have caught up to, you know, I'm sure they'll probably have flat screens and you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> iPhones and stuff by, you know, no, by then. Knowing, knowing so little about, like, like the history That's the other between thing. No, the... no, no cell phones in uh, Blade Runner. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still have to go to, like, yeah. a little video yeah. phone yeah. booth it to was make calls. Our, our desire to have flying cars has always outstretched our desire to talk with people when we're not at home <laughs> clearly you know like it's i'm i'm nowhere near a phone yeah i'm nowhere near a phone i'm fine with that but i need a flying car yeah. but it turns this out the reality really is, is it's a lot easier to make a phone you can take with yeah. you than it is yeah. to make a flying car turns out flying cars super difficult <laughs> you know uh, whatever mumbo jumbo tech are yeah. used to make flying cars yeah. you know uh heck turns out interstellar travel easier than yeah. you know but Time and place. You know what? Uh, Off-world, another planet, maybe they got cell phones galore. Again, we have such a, you know, like I said, this whole movie takes place in the shadow of the Tyrell building. Yeah, we have have replicants and cell phones, but only for off-worlders. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, you know. (laughs) Here Uh, on Earth, you get nothing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) You get a phone booth and a dank, empty building. Yeah, it wouldn't do you any good. We didn't build any cell towers, so all the cell phones in the world wouldn't help, (laughs) you know. Lots of factories. Yeah, factory. We have factories instead of cell towers. Um, Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, so uh, there's some there's some thoughts about uh, Blade Runner, yeah, and um, we'll we'll see how the sequel uh, adds up next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's it's weird because like two years. It's weird ago, to be looking forward to something. No, it's weird to think about like Usually, I'm going to see the sequel to Blade Runner. Yeah. What? It's a bit like. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's like, almost kind of like with like Tron Legacy, but yeah, but, yeah. actually, that's but a almost good even more so because yeah. I mean, like you know, like it's not. I like Tron, it, but, but it's not a classic <laughs> in the same no, way. Yeah, like yeah, no, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, exactly. It, it's it's yeah. a classic more due to its like innovation it's, at the time. It's, it's almost, but it's like, not even really that great a movie. It's almost like 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 Episode Seven, like Star Wars Episode yeah. Seven in a way. Like it's it's along that level of like you know uh i mean yes we had those prequels in between, yeah yeah no i know but what they, you mean they were but actually yeah. getting a sequel to te- a movie technically yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, something that you never thought along the same lines of yeah if, if a few years ago you said oh you're gonna see star wars episode seven yeah I, get out of yeah, yeah, here yeah, 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 yeah. stupidest you, thing ever you go back and tell 15 year old yeah. chris in a period of a period of five years you're gonna see the sequel to to return of the jedi and blade runner yeah. i'd be like i don't know what future you're well, from, especially but it sounds pretty especially to me. especially <laughs> given the fact that that was before this the prequel the prequels, exactly exactly just the idea of there being more star, star wars, wars at, at all, all was yeah, crazy yeah. back yeah. then yeah 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 
we had the Ewok cartoon and we liked it. That's all there was. <laughs> or the Ewok movies. The Ewok movies. Yeah. Ugh. They weren't that bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, look, we got a lot of when you were limited as to what you had. Yeah. They, they weren't that bad. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, thanks everyone for listening this week. Yeah. And, uh, for those who haven't tuned in, uh, recently, uh, we also those now have not ha- eaten tuna recently. Who have not eaten tuna recently? <laughs> tuna melts are still awesome. Um, no, uh, we have a sister a podcast, uh, that we are doing, uh, where we talk about, uh, we were rewatching Star Trek The Next Generation, talking about it episode by episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, as soon as we're done recording here, we're going to record some of that. Yeah. Um, and that's going up weekly in between episodes of the What We've Watched podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you like Star Trek Next Generation? Yeah. Uh, celebrating its 30th anniversary uh, this year. Yep. So, we decided to, to give it a go. Um, and, uh, yeah, so so tune into that. Trigger it, it, it out. It, yeah, if you like. Um, nice thing, too, I think, is that's nice about it is, like, y- you know, if you're specifically interested in that or if it's something you've already seen, you know, yeah. that that's kind of a cool thing because, mm-hmm. you know, not everyone's going to be interested in, like, more of the sort of grab bag that the with doing the movies and stuff like that, right? Or vice versa, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's a little, a little something for everyone. Yeah. You know? right. So, uh... Uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, until next week, I'm Chris. Cheers. Bye-bye.